So all of these middle class influencers started baking fucking banana bread during lockdown, and they were like, "Oh, I should go and do that." Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without condition. Indeed. So it's welcome to the twenty-sixth episode of Chasing Descent, and we have our special guest with us tonight, Michael Blair of. Uh, Dear Dirty America, otherwise known as at Truth Bulgarians now on Twitter, a new handle. Yeah, um, MMG Blair got blitzed. You got, you got, you got, you got nuked, did you? It's a mark of honour, isn't it? Yeah, we. I think we've all been there. Yeah, I think the first ban was for talking about aspirin or something. That was you know because aspirin's good for blood thinning the blood. Uh, I got hammered yeah. for that for a kickoff. Well, yep, because anything that makes any kind of rational, logical sense uh, is now medical misinformation, according to these social um, media platforms. Uh, but that's well, that's yeah. where we are. Yeah, that is. So, Michael, how is uh, how's life been treating you since we last spoke? Um, well, a treat, you know, not, not not much of a treat really, but it's it's okay, you know. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, I could be a lot worse. I, I, I've not really joined in with the whole fuel thing. I decided to wait, you know, and I bought toilet rolls instead this time, and I'll do that instead. But um, I actually popped into, the, I popped into the petrol station tonight. I thought, well, I got a whole week's worth of running around to do, so I'll just pop in and get some. And Morrison's totally empty, but for one car. So we're yeah. actually parked, parked pumps there, either side of the pumps. And I'm just putting petrol in. This guy says, "This must be the, this must be the calm after the storm." I say, "You're not wrong, there, mate." And I turn around and he's, we're talking, we're talking about sheep and things, and then I realised he was wearing a, a bandana in his face. It's <laughs> so not knocked a couple of points off there. <laughs> Do you know what? That's it, one of the most ridiculous things I see. Like I see people who use the pay at pump, so they stick their card in the pump, but they're masking up. Yeah. To fill their car up whilst they're paying at the pump. I don't yeah, understand. I mean, if they did the decent thing and robbed you while they were doing it, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that would that you would almost let that go. Yeah, the guy was yeah. in the old car, there's an old car in front of me, and he was just getting in his car when I arrived. And he's a youngish guy, he looked at it maybe 25, 26, gets in his old car, and I'm thinking, come on, mate, move. I've got to get in there, move for God's sake. And he's fanning around. You know what he was doing? He was sanitising his hands after he'd been oh. at petrol pumps. Oh, Jesus. I God. thought, I, am I seeing things here in the guys? And he's, he's rubbing his hands together with poison. And, and, and the thing is, if he'd been having a wank, he'd probably <laughs> want more. You could understand that, yes. You could actually Jesus. understand that. But, but no, no. <laughs> I was just sort of doing the dousing, dousing a, a, a Tesco trolley with you know the squirty gun thing. Yes, dousing it, the whole bloody trolley. Yes, they've got machines here. See in France, they've got some of the supermarkets have like a a, a thing that you push your trolley through. It's like a trolley wash, except you just push <laughs> without the step. I've did never you, used. Uh, did you boys see my video from this afternoon at my local ASDA? The queue no. for the, the the queue for the petrol, right? Right. So they were out of diesel, but they had some petrol. And the queue, it must have been, and I'm not exaggerating, 70, 80 cars deep. And it was snaking around the uh, around 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 the, the fucking car park. 
And my friend, who is their, their head security guard, in fact, their only security guard at the moment, had been ushered across to the petrol station to marshal. So I was in the shop, and the shop itself had no security because he's over there marshalling the fucking petrol garage. Yeah. And, yeah well, you... Speaking about security, I, w- I was walking through the supermarket yesterday in France, and you know all the, the expensive drink? Yes. You know, like whiskey and rum and things like that. And, and even things like 60, 90 quid bottles of champagne. None of it has got any security on it in France. Yeah, but that's France. They're all constantly drunk anyway. I don't think they steal anything. I really don't. Well, there's, I, I would have thought... wouldn't it last long in Bell's Hill, let me tell you. No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> the People's Republic of North Lanarkshire is not, not known for its not drinking. <laughs> No, yep. Well, I've got family in Merry Hill in Glasgow, and um, I I would say the idea, the the, the idea, the sentiment is exactly the same there. Everybody is just constantly pissed. Um, And uh, it's 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 an interesting experience whenever I go up because I'm a teetotaler. I don't drink for medical reasons, mostly, but um, uh, the family, they can check the next day. The hangover is a medical reason. <laughs> no, the the amount of medications I'm on, um, if I start sticking alcohol down on top of it, it could be a very interesting evening. Put it that way. We, we did have one. We did have one episode where he had a couple of glasses of rosé, and um, he was talking shite by the end of it. I was <laughs> fine. I was completely sober. You're 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 lying to the viewers, John. You're lying to the viewers. <laughs> Anyway, speaking about drinking. Oh, oh, after all these years, Scotland sells a reputation for being a, a nation of drunks. Yeah, it really is quite weird. Is it's never evolved. I mean, since God knows whenever, whenever Scotland this sort of in the industrial revolution, they've been drinking like fish ever since. <laughs> it's bizarre. He'll be back in a minute. He'll be back in a minute, Michael, and he'll start getting pissed. Hold on, John. What is the wine of the week, and why the fuck are you taking so long? It's not. It's not the wine of the week. It's um, a cheeky little Cronenberg Gold. John, what the fuck is gold? That? Yes, it's Cronenberg sixteen sixty four gold. That's, that's tiny. Yeah, that, well, that's what the French do. They 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 drink like two of these at lunchtime. And I was going to say, when, when I did drink, whenever I was in France, did you know that in France, with a Happy Meal at McDonald's, you can get a 1664? That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Imagine if it did that here. Jesus, the McDonald's pouch on rose would be a bloody riot. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's true. But that You're staggering about all the points, that just with the staff. And there's no time limit. There's no time limit on buying. and As long as the store's open, they can sell drink. Yeah. Is that a whiskey glass? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. So that's how much, much, much whiskey you like. <laughs> well, well, well I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, there's so little beer in that fucking bottle that he's filled that tiny little dinky glass. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought the bottle, bottle was a. I thought the bottle was a, a bottle of be heavy. Not that small a glass. It's smaller than your <laughs> fucking phone. Yeah, but it's, it's white. optical delusion. <laughs> right, anyway, John. Right, where were we? 
you're going to steer the conversation tonight because I'm suffering from a hernia and you don't might hear me just screaming fuck cunt shit bollocks sometimes. So here we go. So is that your is that your hernia support device that you're wearing? So this is actually a back support that I've squeezed so tight it's like a corset because right. my actual hernia support device was supposed to arrive today, but because of the stupid fucking idiots who pretended there was a fuel shortage and actually went out and created that fuel shortage because they're fucking yeah. idiots. The Amazon yeah. drivers can no longer get packages to people. And now they're saying, Oh, sorry, because of the fuel problem, your, your medical device that you've ordered will not be here today. It'll be here in the next couple of days. Maybe. Well, thank but you. I thought they own electric vans now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, come on. What's this nonsense now? I saw them. I saw them with my own eyes, electric vans. Don't fucking start me about electric vehicles. <laughs> I made I made a I made an innocent tweet the other day about and I said, you know, during the fuel shortage that was self-generated, I said, it's funny this. Electric cars don't look so bad now. It might almost be a plan. Yeah. Now, part of that, would you think I'm endorsing electric vehicles? Because everybody fucking jumps on, oh, you can't, you don't want an electric car. They're for hairdressers. They're for poofs. You know? I'm not endorsing electric cars. You know, somebody tweeted that the, they thought this might be that the government were pushing electric cars. I said they'll be doing that literally at some point. So here's my theory. Here's here's my theory. Right? Well, so, here, here, let me finish. So I think there is a there's a possibility there that it would help to to push the theory of buying electric cars. And then once everybody's got electric cars, if I can either turn the power off or ramp up the price. Well, that's exactly what will happen. But here's my theory with this quote-unquote fuel shortage, right? Yeah. So the media have had a pretty slow news week. They've, yeah. they've, uh, they, they've done this, quite frankly, by taking, I think it was a BP executive's one thing. Apparently a BP executive made a statement uh, at, at a commons committee or something about six of their garages not getting regular deliveries. Out of 600. No, it was six. Yeah. Six. In the same 24 hours, everybody was finished. But 13 out of 600, for fuck's sake. So, so anyhow, the media, being the sadistic cunts that they are, have um, taken that, that quote out of context, blown it up to create a nice little panic buying situation so that they can get a front page headline. And that's and also what it, what it does, it, take, it takes away from the fact that, that, uh, that hospitalizations from the so-called virus have pretty much dropped off. There's nothing yeah. happening now. And they need, so they they need they, something else to yeah, get they the need vehicle. panic. They need panic. They need fear. Porn. Yeah, they need, they, they need chaos. They, of course they do, because that's and the people and the public oblige every time because they're so fucking stupid. Yeah, but, yeah, they are. People are stupid. They can't just sit in their arses and go right. There's a fuel shortage. I don't need fuel, so I'm just sitting here. I'm in a great rush. Ah, who cares? I'll be okay tomorrow. No, no, no. They run out. There's a guy. I saw someone on Twitter. I swear to God, I just happened to be at five thirty in the morning this morning and just checked at the, at the petrol station. Look, Five th what the you just happened to be out at five thirty? <laughs> right, so I, I, was, station? I was dumping I was dumping a rug in a washing machine. <laughs> well I okay. 
Okay, I've actually got a reason for being at the petrol station the time I went the other night, right? So I was in the hospital Friday night, obviously getting this sorted. Well, I, I almost sorted. I almost ended up with emergency surgery, but I've been referred to urgent I, surgery. I, can may I interject briefly? Yeah. I read your tweets about this, and they seem to be doing an awful lot of strange tests. I mean, the one time I went to the doctor and I said, I've got this funny lump, and he went, okay, that's a hernia. Is it sore? And I goes, no. And he goes, well, just leave it alone. It'll either get better or it won't. If it gets sore, come back and see me. And that was that. <laughs> see, no, because what I had was um, it wasn't the hernia itself poking through. It was a section of bowel poking through the top, top of my abs. The hernia is internal and it's pushing the bowel through. And he right. said that if I hadn't have able to, been able to get it back in, I could have gone yep. into septic shock and therefore they would have needed to have done emergency surgery there and then on the spot. He's also said if it comes back out within the next 24 to 72 hours, I'm to return to the emergency department immediately and submit for emergency surgery. Um, otherwise, I'd oh, be... Obviously, it's not what you're going to say, I'll just oh, forget it, I don't be bothered. <laughs> well, this is it. Did so, I tell you to do this? <laughs> otherwise, I'm being referred for urgent surgery so hopefully within the next few few weeks as as a quote-unquote elective we'll see how that goes but, um, <laughs> so ur urgent surgery is now a matter of weeks or months not it's not years <laughs> yeah well i'd hope i would hope so i'm but, still um, waiting for the dental service to get back to doing something because they're still i phoned them up and they got a little bit voice voice message comes up due to the scottish government's bullshit we cannot <laughs> offer you proper service anymore so anyhow, yeah. government won't pay for, won't pay for um, uh, you know NHS tests or checkups. They won't pay for them. That's why they can't do them because the NHS, the Scottish government, stop uh, stop uh, paying for the, the tests. So that's it. They won't do it. So twenty-five to one in the morning. I leave the hospital, boys. Right, and, and I'm on my way home, and. Um, I decide my car's precariously near the red line on the fuel. I'll see if there's a petrol, 25 to one in the morning, mind you boys. Uh, I'll see if there's a petrol station open or if anyone's got fuel. And there was one, there was, there was an ESO garage that had fuel. And I've just come out of the hospital after a very painful few hours uh, and examinations, which have caused more pain. And this queue for this petrol garage at 25 to 1 in the morning was over 50 cars deep. And I... I Stupidity is mind-boggling. I mean, really. And I decided I don't really want fuel right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, just... yeah, I, I can wait. I can walk. <laughs> I can do anything yeah. rather than sit here. But what I managed to do today is actually I went to a small independent petrol garage out on a marsh road about about eight miles from my house, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Drove straight onto the forecourt, got a full tank of fuel and drove off. Don't give out the address. Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell anyone where it is. <laughs> I, I, I don't intend to because it was it was it was quite good, actually. Um, and I paid a penny a litre cheaper than if I'd gone to Asta. Yeah, well, round about here, there really wasn't a lot of panic. The, the Shell station sort of on, on the North Road, there's a lot of people trying to get it. It's closed tonight. There's no there's no fuel in there at all. But Tesco's and the Morrison's place are still fine. There's no restrictions or anything. So, and no queues. So I don't know what's going on. The funny thing was the, the main queue at the Shell station, they're the most expensive one in the town. 
Yeah. yeah. Which didn't make any bloody sense whatsoever. No. But then again, nothing does. No, yeah, but, but then, then, then they, they all think, oh, if it's a panic, if no, it's all right, I'll pay the extra. I'll pay the no, extra. Because they're, they're idiots. They're fucking idiots. They're currently cars. They'll be using the old fuel card on the shell station. Yeah, that's true. That's what it'll be. That's very, very true. But um, this is the this is what I would like to what I what I describe as a self fulfilling prophecy. All of this. Yeah. There was no fuel shortage. The media told people there was a fuel shortage, and now there's a fuel shortage. Yeah. And then yeah, the government actually... say there is no fuel shortage, and pe- and the public aren't believing them now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the fucking public that have done it. Because I mean, they'll believe the government that says stick poison in your arm, that's fine. But when they say there isn't a fuel shortage, they don't believe them. They'll go out and buy fuel and panic buy like lunatics. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very, that's very, that's very true. <laughs> that's exactly what the stupidity is built is beyond belief. Yeah, it, it really is. And the thing is, I worry that, because like, sometimes you, you look around, you talk to people, you have the conversations, and you think people might be getting a bit more wise to things over, over the past 18 months. Yeah, one, then, one might expect so, yes. And, and, then, and then you see them do this. and you're you sadly disillusioned, though. <laughs> you see them do this, and you're like, nope, nope, they definitely not. thing has changed. It's the same people doing the same stupid yeah. fucking things every you know, time. And they've been doing it since 1970. But yeah. you know as well as I do, they went home I after filling up bought, their tanks. <laughs> they, they went home after filling their tanks and wiped their hands with the toilet roll they still got from 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's so cool. Oh, dear. And these, these same people, they cleared out the toilet roll because of the because the media told them to. They cleared yeah. out the pasta because the media told them to. They cleared out the fucking flour for some reason because the media told them to. Yeah, the flour and was quite a weird one. It's uh, it was suddenly becoming a nation of bakers. <laughs> or, or, somebody's got a shitload of flour lying around the house. <laughs> I, I think it was because there were a few people, right? Because, once again, let's just say it as it is. A lot of the British public, a lot of the public in general, in fact will emulate other people or people they see as an influencer or people see as a hero. So all of these middle-class <laughs> influencers started baking fucking banana bread during lockdown, and they were like, oh, I should go and do that too. And is it more like this, okay? So you drive to a supermarket, you see an almost empty car park, you see a car parked all on its own. You park right fucking beside it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then you get out. You get out. You grab your trolley. You go into the supermarket, and you go, "Oh, they're buying that. I think we'll have some of that." <laughs> and then they just copy oh, yeah, what. Yeah. They've got they've got twenty of that in their trolley. We must have some. Yeah. Bottled water disappeared very quickly earlier this week as well. The last couple of weeks have oh disappeared for some reason. Bottled water has been scarce. Right, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I'm a snob here in the studio, and I've got a coffee machine. Right, I got a coffee machine here in the studio, and I'm in the studio, right? But I'm um, the coffee machine. So I've got a coffee machine here in the studio. I work like an animal. You know that. I don't like putting tap water through it because I don't want it to get fucking lime scale. So I buy bottled water all the time, and I'm like, I can't get any. I can't get. Can't you filter your water? I could, but it's far more convenient to just go and buy bottled fucking water. 
Well, is it possible that bottled water has flown off the shelves because the government announced they're going to put fluoride in the water supply? No, this was happening before the fluoride it was, thing. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks. It was, couple yeah. Weeks. The government were actually behind the curve on that one. That's bizarre. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's, but it's been just it's been absolutely scarce everywhere. And oh, sometimes I tell you what I noticed. I was I was you know you you go to Google Maps and you make you a route between X and Y. You go to Google Maps and you get to say so here's the directions and here it is. Now as you do that at the bottom of the little map, there's a little a little sign that says national lockdown. Yeah, and others that. And there's it is, it's, it's, it's a national oh, that's lockdown. Because you live in Nippenland. Hey, ah, no, no, no. This is anywhere. I'm not this is anywhere. Anything. Yeah, no, there, 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 there are. It's not it, where you want to go. You can put any place in the world. That's and it true. Yeah. National lockdown. That is true. And, yeah. And, there's a, and you can click on it to get the government advice. So do not drive. If you're going to drive, drive on during quiet times. So here's the thing. If everyone drives at quiet times, everybody's going to be on the road. It's going to be busy times then. So you've got to drive at the busy times to avoid them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Spencer you says in my chat. You've got reverse psychology with this government. <laughs> so, so, so Spencer says in the chat, this is, the, this is basically the mentality of the British public. He says, I bet if you stood in the street looking up and pointing at nothing, it would only take a few minutes before a crowd surrounded you started doing the same. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's the other thing we're speaking to uh, a guy. I know he's at what's the music shop. He's called Bride, and he, he's uh, and the young kid that was there helped him out. We're talking about in the. And are I said, you, you someone? I, I said, if the, we were talking. We were talking about the um, about how government can influence people to do things. You know, I said, if someone, yeah. if, the, if, the, if Chris Whitty came out and said, you'll have less chance of dying from COVID if you stand on one leg with odd socks on for half an hour every day. And the kid yeah. goes, yeah, but really that might actually be, be good for your balance. <laughs> People can justify any stupid shit. <laughs> and this is like some 70-year-old spotty you. <laughs> but we, we have to what understand What the fuck that... is wrong with you? <laughs> Mike, Michael, are you aware, with the, aware of the concept of a Milgram experiment? Yeah, I think I have heard of that. Yes, yes, yes. So the Milgram experiment, I'll, I'll just briefly for anybody who hasn't heard of the concept that's listening right now, is was where um, a, gr a group of researchers got a fake doctor in a white coat to get volunteers to turn a dial up that was electroshocking someone in the next room. And yeah. the fake doctor would tell them up, turn it up to certain death and the vast majority of people would. Okay. Now, I'm telling you now, they've just replaced the white coat with the Downing Street podium and Chris Whitty's the fake doctor. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. It's exactly yeah. the same thing. Tell yeah. the public any old shit, because it's coming from the, the, the chief scientific officer. Yeah. Scientific? I think he's <laughs> missing, missing, totally misnamed there. Look at the latest adverts for the flu jab. Asymptomatic oh, yes. Asymptomatic now. Flu. I must it's have missed that. No, no, yeah, yeah, they're doing it. I've seen posters as well. The flu yeah. can be asymptomatic. Get the flu no, jab to protect you and your family. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? You may kill what? your granny. <laughs> Guess what? So, if my granny wants to get the fucking flu jab, she can go and get it. And then she's protected. Exactly. And then she's um, protected. 
I will I never think. have the, the, the flu jab, as they call it. I mean, I did have it a couple of times, and the last time was the tail end of 2019, and I was ill. I mean, I was, there was, whatever was in I it was not was what was in it before. So because I'm disabled, I often get it as well, right? And I got, I got it in 2019 as well, and I was fucking, I felt like death. I Everybody felt like who had it in 2019 death. had a really bad reaction. Something else well, that, was in that. Yeah, that would be because the 2018 one was shit. I think it was it only had like a ten percent efficacy, so they've obviously thought, "Oh, let's put as much fucking shit as we can into the twenty nineteen one." And yeah, they've grind like, up a few, grind up a few yeah. bats or something, you know. Yeah, I have obviously they've given you a mega dose of shit in the twenty nineteen rat. So Chrissy in my chat, who is a relatively young woman, I might add, says the flu jab has hospitalised her twice. Well. I would suggest that maybe she stops getting it. Yeah, don't, don't that's get that. probably the idea, yes. Once you bet them <laughs> twice shy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, my sound is lower than everybody else's. There's nothing I can do about that, I'm afraid, guys. Um, I, I, you could shout louder. Hold on, I, I can I can turn my input up. Actually, there we go. <laughs> I can I can I, 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 well, I, I something you could do about it. Yeah, because I've, see, I've, you got to remember. You got to remember what we, what what has happened here. Is we have two Scottish people on, yes. and and the volume is bound to have risen. Well, well obviously, yes. I'm half Scottish. I just yeah, you, don't really count. you don't really count. You you speak with a proper English accent. Yeah, but that's but, not proper English. I didn't say proper English. That is not proper. <laughs> we're we're, we're McEwans. We're McEwans on the other side. We're we're Scottish through and through. McEwen's the best buy. Yeah, the best buy in beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, I, I'm half Scottish, but 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 you you two are you two are just yeah. You're speaking. Yeah, I, I think I think the volume might. I don't care if it's gone up or not. If they can't, fine. No, I, get eyes. I can hear you. Right. My Chrissy, volume just, up. Chrissy says yeah. I've made her day by saying she's relatively young. Okay, well, oh. thank you for that. Well, that's good. Good. I, I'd like to talk. I'd like to talk about someone. Right. And we don't normally talk about individuals on this program. Yeah, we do. Well, okay. <laughs> same names. Same names immediately. <laughs> I, I'd like to talk about James Jordan. <laughs> I made a video about him, didn't I, John? Yeah. That, yeah. Did you see it, Ooh. Michael? Oh, do you know James Jordan? Never heard of him. Right, so he's an ex-professional dancer from Strictly yeah. Come Dancing. Oh, yeah, maybe that rings a small, very tiny, very tiny bell somewhere. John, yeah. tell the story, because I think I've done this to death. Okay. Is James, it, haven't they got COVID or something? No. no, 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 no. James is quite a cantankerous, contentious. Sort of guy, so and he's always been like that. Even when he was on Strictly as a dancer, he was always arguing against the um, the the program people. So he was on um, Good Morning Britain or something like that, was it? Um, I believe it's actually GB News. Right, he was on he was on some some mainstream news program anyway that I don't watch. Uh, and, and he was complaining about the dancers on Strictly not being vaccinated. There's apparently three of them now. And he was saying that everyone should get vaccinated so that everyone can be safe and travel. 
And and the guy on GB News is it Dan somebody? No? Dan Wooten. Yeah. Yeah, he goes he goes, um, so so what difference does it make to you, James? And James said, Well, I can't travel to America right now because I'm not <laughs> <laughs> and then said, Oh, because of different circumstances. <laughs> so he's not fucking vaccinated. Because he's not yeah. a, he just pretends to be an idiot. So yeah, yeah, basically he'd spent the first eleven minutes of that debate screaming about a how he was and that he'd done yeah. it to protect others, and b that anybody who's not should lose their job, right? And uh, he was in a debate with Bev Turner on GB News. They were they were they were debating against each other, and he just slipped right up. He went into a bit of an impassioned off-screen. Well, that's huh? Yeah. So, but he, he went in. He, he went into a bit of an off-script, impassioned rant about he can't get into. He went, I can't get into America right now because I'm not, for various reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually what put a separate video about it out on my YouTube channel because we covered it on a show the other night, and I just laid into him because I find it hilarious because we all know yeah. that he's not. We well. I, and even if he now comes out once again and claims but there must be there must be so many of these hypocrites out there who haven't yeah. had the injection are busy telling everyone, oh, do it, save your granny, save the cat, save the frog, you know, go, God, you know, you're killing people out there. Get your jag. Bullshit. Yeah. I think what, but what I think they're hoping is, is that enough quote-unquote plebs do it that they'll drop all restrictions for everyone and they can just go about their business as normal having not had to do it. Just that's like, what I think. That, that's what, that's like, what's bound to happen in the end. It has well, to. Just like Norway, Denmark and Sweden have. Yeah. yeah. They've all dropped, they've dropped everything, no COVID passports, nothing required. Yeah, but what about entry and exit from the country? If you're not a citizen, you still need a negative test. Is that it? Yeah, you don't need a. You don't need a. In fact, if you drive, you probably find that you wouldn't even be stopped. Well, that's a good question. Simon asks, uh, and we can all have a stab at this. Simon asks in the chat: of the six hundred and fifty MPs in Parliament, how many of them do you think have not been treated? All of them. I I suspect I suspect all the Tories are not treated. Yeah. And I suspect all Labour are. Well, they're probably the lovey, the lefty lovey types. They'll be, they'll be lining up to be injected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, on my Instagram thing, I've got quite a few actors and darlings and things that are on there, oh. and they're so, they're so pro-vax. Get it done. You must have this done. And then it's like you don't hear from them for ages. So who knows what's happened in the meantime? Yeah, but they are so pro, and they get really angry if if you happen to. I was sending my articles to a couple of people. I go, please don't send me these. We obviously don't agree on this sort of subject. <laughs> sort of not. No, not a lot, no. And I knew that. That's why I sent the articles. <laughs> I have a question for you, Michael. At what point did you know that this that, that there was something afoot with all of this? Uh, long before the um, when when they started all the bullshit about hand washing back in the in January, right? I was in I was in England a couple of times, Manchester and a delightful little place called Little Budworth, right? Um, on business as it were, and um, 
at that point, it was just starting to start to say, well, wash your hands and all this nonsense. And if you, when you went to the, the service stations on the um, SIPs, men, 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 men were frantically washing their hands like they'd never washed their hands before. So they'd already had the, yeah, they already had the, the, the message that men were going to get it worse than women. Yes, I remember that. Once you've told, once you've told men that they're more likely to die from this, and also they may get erectile dysfunction. That boy, that terrifies the shit out of them. And that's yeah. why they, they want. That's why it's taken them so long to think. Wait a minute. Nobody. I don't know anybody died from this COVID thing. <laughs> it's it's so fucking right. So I. Well, it was, I, to me, it was to me it was so transparent from the start that it was a made up load of shit. It was just so obvious the way the government went about it, the way the papers, the media. I could see it ramping up. And I thought this is complete bollocks. Well, this is the and thing. I, I mean, they, and I thought if they close the country for the same three weeks, and that's it. If they do that, then the boys bust. That's the game over. They're gonna really. They're, they're not going to be three weeks. It's never going to be three weeks. No, we all said that. Yeah, that was so obvious. But it was. It was prior to. I'd say in the. Early January 2020, I thought, uh-oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. And I could see where they're going with it. And it's just gradually got worse this time. It's going to get champagne now. <laughs> no, I've gone from one extreme to the other. So I don't get a big, giant full of beer. You've got the big bottle. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought its father, I see. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... Uh, John's going to be pissed by the end of the show. Nothing new there. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, I I, I can I completely um, agree with you. Like um, me, it was it was a bit right. So when we were told, when we were told there was going to be a, a you know a major health crisis and that people were going to be needed. Remember the the call to arms for NHS volunteers. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I am one. I am one. And, you know, as a disabled man myself, I've got a seven-seater car, and I thought, well, if it's going to be needed, I'll, I'll sign up, and I'll do my bit if I need to do it, right? Um, fuck my circumstances. Circumstances be be damned. If there is going to be this crisis, this problem, then, then, you know, all hands on deck, absolutely. So I signed up, and I am one, and I've got the app, and uh, I'm signed up to be an NHS driver. To drive equipment between sites was my role. Um, and I never got a, a call. I never got a notification. But were you? Were you? Were you? I, once you 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 signed up for that, were you officially immune to the to the virus? How do you mean? I mean, you officially signed up as an NHS helper, driver, aid person, yes. whatever. So you would not get the virus, obviously. Well, well, I don't know. Probably oh, not. No, no, no. You, you couldn't do because you were you were signed up for the NHS to be a driver. You couldn't get yeah. the virus. You but, were uh, already immune by that time. As would John be had he done that, or me? Yeah, we I, all I, were. I, I, you know, this was the point. I'm <laughs> a selfish May. bastard. I just wouldn't have done that. Well, anyway, I was working in that time anyway as, as a takeaway delivery driver, right? Which I think might have contributed to this hernia situation. But you're um, also you were also immune. Heavy pizzas. The, the, that's also an immune card. But in March 2020, my local hospital was ordering from us every single fucking night, right? So I would have to go up the hospital, 
and I could walk any ward, hobbling around on my walking stick with just eat bag on the other arm. Security guards just let me walk in. I was walking around and I could see how fucking empty it was. Five nights a week through March and April 2020, and it was empty. And the, the, the way our hospital set out, the psychiatric ward, ward is around the back and it's got a massive car park that's hidden from public view. And it was a heat wave, if you remember back then. And literally hundreds of staff would be standing around hidden in that car park, doing nothing, having conversations, and they were telling me things. They were telling me they were they'd been told to bring in board games and books from home because there was nothing to do. They told me that many of them had been furloughed. They told me that... Um, they didn't really know what was going on because the hospital itself, all of the essential services, cancer, strokes, hearts, lungs, they've been cleared out. Nobody was going in. So at this point, I'm still an NHS volunteer and I've never got a call. And then it gets around to May. It was just the beginning of May 2020. And I got an email and the email said, oh, thank you for your service as an NHS volunteer. Now we have opened the system up to doctors and nurses. So any, any doctor or nurse can, can go into the system and they can request you as a personal shopper to do their personal shopping. Fuck off. Tremendous, a personal shopper. Dear God. And I flipped. This is how Ministry of Dissent, Dissent Media, what I've, I've, I've doing, actually started because I put a video up just raging because at the beginning of it, I signed up because they told me I was needed as an NHS driver to drive equipment between sites for a major health crisis. What I'd seen up to that point with the empty hospitals, what I had, and this was five nights a week for two months, what I'd seen up to that point with my own eyes, and then being asked to become a personal shopper for doctors and nurses that I knew had nothing to do. It was just the icing on the cake for me. I Lit. But and see, then that's I... the same as the, the Nightingale Hospital nonsense. <laughs> I said at the very <laughs> beginning, this is propaganda. They'll spend yeah. people said, but they've spent so much money. I said, they don't money doesn't count here. No, they can doesn't. spend whatever they want to make a difference. It's all about propaganda. Yeah. And they were never used. It was all bullshit. And all the argument in Scotland, oh, we can't call it the Nightingale Hospital, we've got to call it some scrubbing Scottishy. You know, fuck yeah. off, Sturgeon. You know, really, it's that's that's I mean, take it just she, oh, drive, drive me fucking nuts, the whole thing. But it was obvious at that point that there was no, they're never going to use them. It was all for propaganda purposes to terrify the shit out of the sheep. And this is it. And, and you've, got, you've got to think, if we were in a genuine, a genuine major public health crisis, surely the, the message from government would be one of positivity, one of encouragement. Yeah, we're almost over it. Of... We're winning. We'll get things yeah. back to normal. We'll open up. Well, we can yeah. do this. Yes, everything's negative. Yeah, you're right. It's totally and, negative. And, and the, the, say the messaging from government has just been a multi-hundreds of millions of pounds propaganda spend to scare people. Yeah. And to, uh, and to and to and demoralize people. Still doing and, it, yeah, asymptomatic yeah, flu. Yeah, but now it. now it's now it's become something far more sinister in my view, because we've got these we've got these NHS propaganda pieces telling young people not to miss out on the fun. You know, yeah, miss out on the fun of being injected, yeah. It's when people yeah. say to you, you know, I had it done. I stopped on the stairs with a neighbour and she said to me, have you had the, had the injection yet? I said, well, sure, not your business, but I'll tell you, no, I haven't. And she went, but it doesn't hurt. 
What the fuck has that got to do with anything? What has that got to do with anything? They were really nice, very professional. What the fuck has that got to do with anything? You know, I got a kid cup of tea and a biscuit sort of thing. Oh, that was great. <laughs> you know, my organs have turned to jelly, but it's okay. It was a cup of tea and a biscuit. It was wonderful. But it didn't hurt. So do, do, do you know one of the things I quite liked doing about three or four months ago? Uh, because obviously I never wore a mask and I, 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 I just, I'm exempt. Um, when people started getting a bit finicky about it, I just went, don't worry, I'm vaccinated. And walked on, right? Because I'm not lying technically, because I've had flu yeah. vaccines, I've had MMR vaccines, I've had We've all had that shit. Yes. Yep. So, so I, you know, to just say I'm vaccinated. You're not telling them what you're vaccinated with. You're just telling them that you're vaccinated. Oh, I, any, so just to, to change this a little bit, has anyone seen the the, the Family Guy cartoon that they put out? Oh, shot I, promoting I watched, the vaccine. I watched 10 I was, seconds I thought it was it. going to be something cynical and spoofy, but it was actually, I was sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really? Was it possible? And the, the little bastard says, that little stewie fucker with a weird head with a rugby ball, like Chris Whitty's horrible younger twin or something, you know, God almighty. And and you're looking at this and, and he's saying, um, yeah, and polio has been eradicated. Yeah, well, it was before fucking Gates started vaccinating people. Yeah, I probably was. Oh, vaccines have been great. No, they're fucking killing in India. To Jesus Christ, look what happened with the vaccine. The, the, there was no bloody polio, but Gates brought it back. Yeah, there's there's currently two polio uh, vaccine derived polio outbreaks. One in Africa, and one in Indonesia, from the I Gates just, vaccine. I just want to interject a second because uh, thank you, Spencer, in my chat. He just said I was scared by the propaganda for a while before I found Descent Media. Um, and that coffee I had because we met, we met, did my mental health the world of good. So thank you, man. That's that that just so, someone saying that to me is I, I'm grateful. Thank you. No, that's good. Well, I'm always grateful if someone says you you know you you've helped me in some little way. That's all. That's fine. That's what we try to do. I had an elderly gentleman walk up to me outside Parliament while I was live streaming, um, on a walking stick, and he told me that if it wasn't for the content I was making, he would have killed himself. And what do you say to that? Well, that's oh. a, that's a pretty yeah, that's, that's pretty serious shit, yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to know that you helped somebody in that way. And I know that I'm on the right side and I'm doing the right thing. When people are saying things like this to me, I know that I'm doing the right thing. I know that I'm on the right side. And people can people can attack me all they like, and I don't give two shits. Have you seen I'm, the? Um, I'm pretty lucky. I don't get attacked very much. Oh, I get it. Have all you the seen time. the? Have you seen the South Park stuff? No. No, oh, not recently, no. I saw, that, I saw that pandemic special episode they did, and they've it, got it was absolutely show. fucking genius. They've done one about Australia, have they? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Tanks and everything going down the street, shooting people. Has, has, any, has anything from Australia actually appeared in the mainstream media in the UK? Because I don't watch it, so I don't know. I don't oh, think so. I don't think so. Because there's people going, it's terrible what's happening in Australia. What's happening in Australia is a drought, is it wildfires? What? I know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. But no, people no. in Australia don't know what shit's happening here either because no one, no country is getting the other well, countries. They're telling, 
They're telling them that the UK's, you know, everybody's in hospital and loads of di- loads of yeah. unvaccinated people are dying. That's what they're telling them down south. Uh, people, in, people in America saying, like, we're here in a really bad way. They're going, no, we're not. No, but yeah. what about this Delta variant thing? Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's a fiction. That's not real. I that's agree. That's complete bullshit. I agree. I, I have, for the last five months, if you look on Twitter and put in hashtag there is no Delta variant, you'll just find so many tweets from me. <laughs> because um, I- I've always said that that they've never shown us any 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 evidence of, of this variant. They've just told us there's a variant. They haven't even shown any evidence of the original virus, never mind this variant. There's no such thing. People say, oh, well, they want this variant. It's a fiction. It doesn't exist. Just get on with your life. Yeah. Well, this is it, and and you know what? Um, I, I've been telling people from pretty much day one that if if they took away the the propaganda that we've seen, the masks, the stickers, the the plastic screens, and then they just used their eyes about what they were seeing around outside, nothing had changed ever. It was completely well, think, normal out there. The thing is, like you said, if there was a real health emergency, you would feel it. You would feel it, and you would know it was happening. You know, you, us cynics yeah. would know when something mm. was real. Yes. Because there would be a completely different attitude from the government for a kickoff. You yeah. wouldn't have paid propaganda and advertising to scare the shit out of people and force people to take vaccinations. You wouldn't need it. You wouldn't need it because people would see people die in the street. They would know people who, they, who were in the hospital. And this other nonsense that is from last year, when they wouldn't let people into hospital to see their relatives. You know why? Because the hospitals, like you said, were fucking empty. They were. They didn't want public to come in and see it. Yeah, it was so obvious from the start. I mean, a friend of mine, her name is Debbie Hicks. Um, she was she went and filmed hospitals, I believe, in Gloucestershire uh, late last year, and she walked around and she filmed and she put out videos that they were empty, and uh, she she's still still facing those charges up in court now. She was arrested for doing it. Yeah, but, I remember. But, I remember she was arrested. Yep. Yeah, and she's still in and out of court now. Um, it's it's insane. Um, well, the reason that the court case will be going on so long is because the prosecution will be putting it off and putting it off because they don't want it to go in front of a judge who's going to say, this is bullshit. Yeah. That's what will happen. And that's why they try to make these things last forever. So eventually the prosecutor is going to say, oh, well, let's forget about it. They don't want a judge to actually intervene. And, and at the same time, judge it's, the also, bloody thing. It's, it's, it's also what, what, what I like to call lawfare in that the more they can drag it out, the more they're uh, draining Debbie's purse. Um, because it, the more they drag it out, the more she has to pay lawyers, cancelled things, small little well, hearings. See, I'm, I'm, see that's, that's one of the benefits of being extremely poor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry about anybody. If somebody said you'll be, you'll be poor, but you'll be happy. Well, I am. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think we I'm all are already. here. I, I was going to say, you right, know, right now, you know, I've got a family of four. I've got a wife and a kids here. We've we at the moment disposable income. We're on about fifty pound a week after everything. You know, we 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 don't we don't have we don't have, and therefore we don't want. If you get what I mean. Well, I mean, I've got I I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I own a car. I don't own a house. I I rent a flat. Um, I have a car, but which is basically it's eleven years old. It's it's you know it's starting to cost more money to keep it going. Everything else, but I don't, that's it. Really, the clothes. I, I can I'm in a council. Car and disappear tomorrow. See, I've got this. I've got this lovely little studio building that my audience bought me <laughs> and built me. 
Um, it's not something that I would ever have been able to pay for out of my own pocket, but my audience, my loyal audience, pushed me to keep going and keep doing this, and they provided the finances to build this. And this is mine, and I'll be able to continue working from here. Uh, other than I that... Question, I've got a question for you there, just one second. I, I, watch, about, I watch Russell Brand, who I yes. actually like, and I'll, I would basically argue with anybody who says that he's, oh, he's a shell, he's a this, he's a that. I mean, the, 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 the pe people would... If I say something like that, then I'm the shell as well. You know, you got this crap. I like Russell Brand. The one that I worry about a little bit is that Alex Belfield. He's right. You think he's on the fence? Is he falling this way? Is he falling that way? Was he? Was he jab? Was he not? I don't really care one way or the other. But if you're going to be in that position, you've got to take a position. And yeah. I've noticed that recently he has come out very much on the side of our, basically our side of the fence, as it were. Yeah. He's actually made that decision. You can see it in the way he's talking. He's made the decision to do that. He started coming out to the protests as well. He yes. started appearing yeah. at, the pro at the protests. Because something something must have clicked, and he must have thought, wait a minute. Because he's a great man for saying, oh, I don't believe the mainstream media and they're a bunch of cunts and all the rest of it. But he was very much leaning towards them for the start and being very he careful, was. very careful about what he said. Now he's saying, I don't give a fuck. You know, I'll just change it. I'll just go to another platform and do something, do it, do it another way. He doesn't so really give a shit about YouTube anymore. So what I do is we're, we're live on YouTube right now, right? But I will say, say whatever the hell you want because I'll delete the show at the end of the stream. Um. So, um, and it will still be available to watch on Twitter and it will still be available to watch on Twitch. But we, we, we stream out on YouTube and if, we, if we're if we a bit um, spicy and they don't like it, we just delete it straight off and therefore it's gone. And, we'll always, and the audio will always be available on ChasingLiberty.life. Well, that's good as long as it's there. Hear about cursing and swearing. But I mean, this, this whole situation would make nuns curse and swear. And the yeah, funny thing is, nuns have come out in, on the on the side of the people. You know, this is the yeah. damn thing. You've got the Archbishop of Canterbury, one of the, he's another fucking communist. Yeah. You know, for Christ's sakes, the guy who's, he comes from big business and he suddenly turns up as Archbishop of fucking Canterbury. What the fuck? You know, it's like the bloody Pope. You know, he's another bloody communist. They fitted them all into the religions to destroy the religions. Religion is big business. It is, yeah. I mean, I, I'm still annoyed that they closed the churches. I don't even go to church, but I think it's just it's offensive that they would do that. That people that yeah, I, right. I live across from a church and every Sunday so, get the bells and there was people when there was stuff going on, and that stopped and it still so, stopped. In France, you can go to the church, but you can't go to the church for a non-religious event if you're not vaccinated. So. So if you're not vaccinated, I can go to I can go to the church anytime yeah. I like and pray or I attend a mass. No problem. No questions. No vaccination required. No test required. Okay. But if they have like a jumble sale in the church, can't go in. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's the definition of insanity, is it not? Yeah. Oh, France France is rampant. The rulers are just I mean John. You, you have you have yet to see I need to take a photograph. There is there's benches. Well, sorry, there's tables set up for outdoor restaurants. Not vaccinated can't sit at them. Yes, sir. There are public benches beside them within touching distance. Sit there in your sandwich, no problem, because it's a public bench. So, so John, you can't go in these places, but Barry can. 
Yes, yes, yes. Barry, Barry can. Barry can. You can't. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I, I have apparently I've been diagnosed with a multiple personality disorder. And <laughs> <laughs> Barry. Handy. It is it is always handy. And uh, I shall just take this opportunity for my audience, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, to tell you all once again, get creative. We'll move on. <laughs> um, as I was going to say, that I'm just having a little thought about Keir Starmer. And okay. apparently, apparently, everyone has a cervix. Yeah. You can't just say woman has one now. I mean, this man's supposed to be the leader of a fucking political party. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't actually let him run a jumble sale, as you said, John. I mean, you just you it's bizarre. And he's, he's, he's serious, me. his little face is serious. Right. I so let me, let me let me let me preface his little this. varnished face. Let me preface this with saying I have talks. I have absolutely no problem with anybody wanting to choose to live ha- as they want. They can live as they want, and they can they can be a rainbow fucking unicorn for all I fucking care, right? As long as they don't bother harm or, or interrupt me. Um, but I'm a cardboard box now. I self-identify as a cardboard box. Uh, sometimes I self-identify as a attack helicopter. So, uh, yeah. and also, also quite often now I'm self-identifying as vaccinated. You know. <laughs> I may identify as a mad psycho killer. Oh, you don't need to really do that. Now, come on now. I was going to say, I've seen, the I've seen the knife, John. I've seen, he's got, he's got the knife. He's got, he's got the knife. You don't do you have cheese what? there as well, do you? Do you, know you don't have any cheese there, do you? That's a, that's a knife for the cheese. I, I might have, yeah. I was going to say, in about, in about two, two and a half weeks' time, um, if Operation Breakout goes to plan, um, me and John will be doing this show together from the van in France. And uh, keep the knife away, John. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to get my other weapons out? Brother, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> and that, that, that leads into what I just said. Get creative, everybody. There's ways around everything. Wink, wink. <laughs> So now, so now you see, you get to understand that not one person that's in politics gives a rat's ass about the public. I mean, have you no, noticed that, that any politician saying, actually being straight all the time and saying, "Yes, this is this is wrong. We must stop this." No, remember Desmond Swain, Swain, whatever his name is, the one yes. with the bouffant hair. Yeah, Do you remember he stood up in Parliament and he just he just screamed and yelled and jumped on the end. He just called them all out. Yeah. Two days later, he turns up on on Twitter, looking like he'd slept in a skip all night, being yeah. injected. I get the feeling he was told, "Listen, you're going to sleep in a skip all night, and you're going to wear old clothes that we found that we got off a drunk line in the street." Yeah. And if you, and this is going to be what you're going to be doing if you don't get injected and, and publicise this vaccine. And he went, "Oh, I think I'll do that." <laughs> but- <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I once again with this with with these vaccines, with these jabs, I couldn't give two shiny shits if people want to go and get them. I couldn't. They can go and get them all they like. It's their body. They can do what they well, want. I've stopped telling anyone about it. Just let them go on with it. Let them do it. Right, this yeah. is it. Let That's them do it. It's it's their body. They can go and do what the fuck they like. I'm not gonna be there pulling a needle out of your arm. But at the same time, I want that a right afforded to me and anybody else that that we choose not to, and that's that's all. And the fact that people will say, "Oh, well, you don't get privileges if you don't," 
No, I'm sorry. The rights I had in 2019 and the things I was able to do in 2019 are not fucking privileges. That is that is normal life, you know, and normal life is not a fucking privilege. And apparently now it is. And oh, yeah. you will be very grateful for this privilege. Well, this you is it. Bow before the great COVID God. Well, I think that the general public have very, very short memories, Michael, uh, because they don't seem to recall what actual normal was, because many of them will, will right now say we are back to normal. We fucking yeah, they actually not. believe this is normal, yes, yes, yeah. this is normal. Yeah. You see, I think that's what's going to happen. It, whether they, they call the whole thing off in the, the next spring or whatever and say, right, okay, this is it, no more, no more this, no more that, no more injections. No They've already injected enough people by that time and the people who I mean will think, well, this is normal life now. Yeah. But it won't be. It never will be. It'll never be what the normal was. But then again, the life we had when we were growing up, was that the same life that my parents had when they were growing up? What was normal to them? What's normal to us? So, well, what well, I can tell you will that change. You two are both me. I mean, the but... lack of freedom has been coming on for a long, long time. I was going to say, you two, very you, slow. you two are older than me, but I was born in the late 80s. And I can tell you, growing up as a child through the early 90s and stuff, I felt so more free than what I thought my children would be now. Um, I, and like you say, it's things like 9-11, for example. I was I was actually in the air on 9-11. I was I was on my way back from the States when it happened. Um, but but when we landed, the 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 airport security was, as you can imagine, um, like like we'd never seen before and we were told we were all told that 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 was that was temporary the heightened airport security was <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right yeah and it would and it would and go back but but obviously it's only got worse right um and it's only got well, more they had the patriot act just ready to be signed at that point that was that was all prepared prior to 9-11 so it was it's like the covid thing when this first started people were going it's amazing how fast they got all this stuff out here. I mean, yeah. what happened? All I mean, the signage, everything was prepared before can't, it happened. They can't fill a fucking pothole, but they can stick 16 PCR centres up around the corner. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the problem. But, um, but, 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 but... My I can remember, is, I remember so far back that when plastic was bad, that was last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I my still, memory is good plastic terrible terrible Greta says plastic is the killer we're all dying from plastic and now you can't move for a sea of fucking plastic everywhere but going back to my point the public and and in fact generations have it, it it's only one you only need to 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 change the views of a lower generation one lower generation changed the world so to speak because 9-11 was 20 years ago Okay, and then we've we've only had security ramp up not just at airports, but there's been mass spying. Things have ramped up, spying on the general public, a lot more surveillance everywhere. All in the space of that twenty years since that happened, we had a generation that, that are now growing into young adults, and they're twenty years old, and that's all they have ever known, and that's all they have ever known as normal, and and so and that's they don't. What hoping, that's what they're hoping kids who are born around now. Well, yes. regarding 20 years' time as normal. Exactly. And they're going to be saying, well, when we were growing up, we had all this freedom. In comparison to what they'll be in 20 years, they'll be bloody right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, there are kids now who are nearly two years of age who have known nothing but the general public in masks. They've known nothing. Came to a supermarket or walk down the street, 
and you're not wearing a mask, you're generally in, in a shop, and there'll be kids in pushchairs or whatever, they're smiling at you. Yeah. And the parents are masked up and looking fucking terrified because you stepped close and smiled at their child. Well, you know, it's like, it. come on, let's go, come on, let's go. <laughs> Well, this is it. And, you know, the one thing I found with the with, with many, not all, but many of the people who were masked in, in supermarkets is that they were, you could see it in their eyes, they were terrified. They yeah. were genuinely terrified. And some of them still are. And that's yeah. the thing. I, I, I haunt the bargain counter when I get to Tesco and I see what they've got marked down. It's not that mean. It's just, you know, you know I like a bargain. So I I'm always have a look in there. And one day I'm, I... Get there. There's a guy there, masked up, glasses on. You know, one of these just a, I maybe forty, forty-five, short greyish hair, and he's, and he's like sort of got arms out, sort of like going back and forward. And I can't get in, so I sort of reach, excuse me, and reach past it to pick up I don't know, sausages or something. And he goes, "Get away from me! Get away from me! What? You're not six feet away from me! What the fuck is wrong with you? Say, get away from me!" Since you wear a mask. Oh, I should not be laughing. You're too right close now. to me. And he's screaming at this point. His eyes are bulging. I thought, whoa, fuck, whoa. I said, whoa, whoa, I'm out of here. Go on, just here, help yourself. Here's the fucking sausage. Hey, where you go? What a state, man. I thought, am I seeing things here? Am I hearing this right? That's I... the only time I actually witnessed something. Is, and this was a man who probably gone through all sorts of stuff in his life. And yeah. yet here he was. Dreadfully terrified of another human being coming within six feet of him because the government had told them that could happen, that, that bad stuff happens then. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you're fucking, you're wearing a mask and everything, and you're the one that's screaming at me. Okay, I, I, have, gonna, I have some questions. Uh, hold on, hold on. I have to interject here because Simon and Adam would like to know, Michael, where did you get your shirt from? Um, Hoodie Lab. Hoodie Lab. Yeah, if you go on Instagram, you'll find them there. It's an HL in a, in a little sort of circle thing. It's Hoodie Lab. Okay. There's a lot of, be very careful because there's a lot of ones, a lot of companies with similar sort of names. Yeah. You get it from there. These shirts are handmade by Swedish people. We like Swedish and people. You, at the it, you get email updates of how, how the, the process is going on and everything is explained. It's very exciting stuff. And it's not expensive. That sounds good. That sounds good to me. And uh, Sorum says it's a very, very groovy shirt. So well, it's a groovy shirt. I wore it yesterday to take a couple of pictures to post on Instagram, basically, to bum it up a bit. Yeah. At the end, it's going. Put it back in the cupboard. I'll wear it today so if I appear on the show, I can wear this shirt. So who do you like to wear it at? And I shall demand my free shirt from them immediately. I don't yeah. suggest it would be a, a nice touch for you to wear that shirt. But they do a lot of it. <laughs> Fear and loathing in Las Vegas, yes, indeed. Mm, yes. <laughs> they do a lot of really great designs, groovy designs, but not as groovy and, as this one. This is the best one. Well, people are very happy with the shirt, so. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad they can see it. Well, well, they, you're on full screen. Because see, a picture doesn't really do it justice. The colours are really very fluorescent. And you take a photograph, it's like, no, it's kind of dull, you know. But in real life, it's like people in Tesco's were doing like swiveling. Yeah. Going, My God, what's that? And he's not wearing a mask. What the fuck is it? <laughs> See, 
with me, um, I, I've got I've got Descent Media T-shirts. I've got an and uh, a picture of a mask with circle and cross round on the front that say Descent Media, and then hashtag Where are all the sick people across the back? And I wear <laughs> them. I wear them out quite often. <laughs> I, I, I don't like. I've never liked the idea of being completely anonymous. No. Now I'm going to. Go, I like people to say, well, why why is why is he so confident? Wear outrageous stuff. Because you are dre- dreadful, drab little grey people who could get sighted if you tried. But this is it, and we we've put ourselves out there all on different levels, doing different things, um, and we've got to sort of stand by our conviction of, of holding our head above the parapet. And it doesn't just extend to the tappy tappy tappy. We've got to go out there into the world and and sort of project it, the the sort of persona. That, that we that we put on on the internet i mean it's just i'm um I, i'm basically an autistic father with a screw loose and uh so <laughs> i'm oh, i'm but you know people resonated with what i did i don't know if you ever saw what i did throughout last year but i started turning up at the test centers all over the country with a camera just screaming where are all the sick people at them and filming all these places empty and that's what 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 got the people coming along well, to i think that's, that's a great really... thing a great thing to have done because it, it it makes people see exactly what was going on or what wasn't going on exactly and that's that's what i did and i mean it it it, it it started to become quite fun, actually, because here in the southeast, the test centres are run by a company called Sodexo. And in all of their test centres, they've got a picture of me up um, <laughs> inside their offices. <laughs> Persona non grata. Right. Get so, this man off the premises. Call Serco so, immediately. So a, so, so a Sodexo employee sent me a picture of this up in their office. Um, and, and so I decided, well, I was going to go to Bex Hill in in near Hastings on the south coast of the of England and it was it was Halloween it was Halloween so one of my followers kindly bought me a full Where's Wally costume so (laughs) I got fucking dressed up hat glasses Where's Wally costume got up on a podium above the test center with a megaphone and started screaming at them Skip me. It's funny how you say that you 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 publicise the fact that there was there was nothing going on in hospitals, no patients, no sick people, no nothing, and yet the public never saw. They never get. It's only a few people get to see that kind of thing. Yeah. The the public are being told that people are dropping like flies. So they, there's the BBC or ITV or Sky News or whatever has said it, and it must be true if it's they've said it. Yeah. That's the way yeah. the public are. It was on the BBC, therefore it is true. Yeah, I, I mean, actually, recent, I mean, recently they really have ramped up the lion. It's, it's now got to a stage where they're not even pretending to tell the truth anymore. They're no, just lying. Everything. I, so I look at their website and I think that bears no relation to reality. That is complete yeah. and utter bullshit. There's just one lie after another all the way down. And, it, and people are reading that and going, that's terrible. Was oh, that good? Oh, and it's just complete lies. They're not even trying to hide it, and it's like the government. Look, Chris Whitty and the rest of them. They're not even and Boris Johnson. He lies and he laughs about lying. I remember when the, when journalists used to have a go at him for lying. Now they don't. They join in. Yeah, yeah. It, so, it, I don't know if you boys can see. I've, this is the hat from the Where's Wally costume. 
<laughs> it's here in the I studio. Can, I can see half of it. Yes, this this is. Uh, the there we go. Yes, that's it. Yes, I see it now. Yes. Yes. So I wore Excellent. that with 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 the glasses. There's actually a video on my YouTube channel. Um. And and I literally stood up on a podium above the test center and I started shouting at them through a fucking megaphone because I knew they had my picture up. So I was like, well, I'll turn up dressed as Where's Wally? Why not? Well, you're right, too. Adds a, adds a little more. Christmas Eve, I turned up in a high vis and a Christmas hat and started talking to them. I thought I'd get very festive, go up to the old test centers. It's, you've got to have fun with it, though. You've got to have oh, fun with to. it. Are we, are we having Christmas this year? I, I haven't had Christmas for a long time. I mean, is there, is there actually a real Christmas? I mean, are they actually going to do it this year? Or are well, we going to be, or are, is it going to be like one of the last year? Well, well, we'll allow you four, to three, to a day and a half. <laughs> is well, this what they're going to do this year? Or, or are we now, are we out? Or is the, the public opinions changed so much that they didn't actually lock it down again? I'll tell you what, Halloween, Halloween 2020. Um, we had all of our kids' school friends and their parents around. We had a giant fucking party. It was illegal, quote unquote, at the time. And we started putting videos and photos up on Twitter right? because we're having a normal life. We don't give two shits yeah. about this anymore. And and the thing is, nobody got sick. Nobody died. Everybody had a great time. The kids had a great time. And that's what it's all about. And uh, and there's so many people that denied their children these basic things, their, these basic funds, and because just, they were because they were scared. I mean, my yeah, God, they were scared. The scared surely, this dreadful silent killer was sneaking up on them. But surely um, your fear ends where your children's where your children's joy and fun begins. Ah, um, oh, come on! Some of these people, some of these people don't want their kids to have joy and fun. Wasn't look at the names they give someone for Christ's sake. Is anything else? I, I'm just well. I might look at life a bit differently because I'm disabled. Because you know I've got a degenerative condition that's going to probably kill me younger than most. I want ah, my same kids. Here. Excellent. Good but, twins. But <laughs> I, I want my kids. I want my kids to have the best, the most fun the most free, the, the the most joyful life. And I want them to remember me as as that fun dad that, that told them to break and bend the rules a bit and we all had a laugh together rather than that miserable, fearful, you know, fucking... But, you know, some, some, people, some people have been old since they were young. You know, I went to school with a couple of guys who were basically 50 when they were 15. Yeah. You know, you can see, and, and they've kind of grown into that age now, or whatever they will be, they'll be 60-something now, you know, and and they were never, ever anything but that. And yet there are people who are like me or John or whatever, we're never going to grow up properly because we see the stupid side of stuff. Yeah. And we can make poke fun at, at, at politicians and police and all the rest of it, and we don't take life that seriously. No, good. And, and we can't take I, life I, I that seriously. Understand. You know, my my sister's on the other side of it. She's a she's a she works in Perth Royal Infirmary. She's a nurse, and um, she was told that they were going to there's going to be an avalanche an avalanche of casualties coming in. An avalanche yeah. of casualties. Be prepared, and don't talk about any of this stuff to the, to anybody else. The last last time we discussed this, I think there was. Out of whole of Scotland, there was 48 patients of summoning. in. Oh, no, that's Tayside. 48 patients were in nine wells. That was it. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, come on. And they and they were and they were empty. They were doing nothing. But she yeah. reassured me at the time. She says, says, Are you having a breakdown? I said, Quick me having a breakdown. She says, Some of the posts you're putting here on Facebook are pretty weird. I said, no, I'm not having a breakdown. I'm dealing with reality here. So it's, yeah. it's only it's only a virus. And once they get this, once they get the, this uh, vaccine, everything goes back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that. Remember 15 you know, million jabs to freedom, boys. Remember 15 million it. jabs to freedom. 18 months to flatten the car. <laughs> yeah. Once the uh, once the once the vulnerable are protected, then everything goes back to normal. That's what they yeah, say. Yeah, that's it. But I've noticed that they've been protecting the vulnerable children in yeah. Scotland, I think, since the 9th of August, injecting them with the shit. Mm-hmm. And, that, and at, that's not even being publicised. Here's a question. Yeah, right, here's a question about that, though. Where does the blame for that lie? Does it lie with the state or does it lie with the parents? Um, it, looks as if, it looks as if what is happening is the parents of... There will obviously be parents of disabled children who are quite sensible and say, piss off with your rejections. Yeah. But the majority will be so terrified because the doctor's saying, your child is vulnerable. Your child could die if you don't get this injection. And they're going, oh, my God, oh, my God, we've got to let them do this. We've got to let them do this. And maybe at the back of their mind they're thinking, oh, wait a minute, maybe not. But the doctor told me. And so many people, I mean, a doctor holds a lot of power over people. Yeah. They, they really do. I know a couple of people who were... So you know, basically pressured into it by the GP. I'll talk to you about yeah. my GP quickly. My GP, I, I like to call him based because, um, first of all, he's completely advised against the treatments for me because of other things like medications and illness and stuff like that and, and, and allergies. But second of all, uh, earlier in the year, I needed, for this ongoing problem, we were doing investigations, and uh, <laughs> I, I needed to have blood work done. And I turned up to the GP surgery. Now, my GP had already written me a letter last year I've got, I'm one of the only people in this country with a letter from my GP saying I'm mask exempt. He actually wrote me one, right? But um, the, the the reception and the practice manager denied me entry to the to the practice and the nurse refused to take my blood because I wasn't wearing a mask. Now, uh, Barrister Francis Hall got involved and wrote me a letter. Uh, and uh, then then all of a sudden, a couple, a couple of days later, I got a phone call from my GP profusely apologising. I don't know why they didn't ask me because I know you're mask exempt. So he personally got the scrubs on and took my blood. And he told me he hadn't actually done blood since medical school. But because the nurses were being arseholes, he, he got oh. the scrubs. Right? But he told me while he had the needle in my arm, taking my blood, his exact words were this. The general public and the government are going to have to come to terms with the fact. Uh, but no, let me repeat. The exact words were the general public and the government are going to have to face reality that this will become just another cold and flu. At what point did they face this reality? Is, is, was there, is there a time limit on it? Because at the moment it's not looking, you know, it's not looking imminent. Although, well, although some, that, that some other countries said it was. I mean, Norway, Sweden and Finland have all done it. So Let's have a quick, let's have a quick, let's, while, while we're on this subject, let's talk about Dame Sarah Gilbert for a minute, shall we? Or Sarah Gilbert. The, the creator of the AstraZeneca oh, yeah. vaccine, who is against... Oh, the one that downloaded it from the Chinese government. Is that the one that created it in three hours? 
Yeah, but she, she's... I Schofield fell off his seat. I saw that video. Yeah, she she has... Oh, my God. She's changed her quite dramatically. She's not the... towing the line at the moment, no, is she? See since, see, since she was applauded at Wimbledon. And, and now then. she's turned I, around. I, right. think, I think she was embarrassed to get that uh, game hoop. Yeah. I think and so if too. I'd been her, I would have been so embarrassed I would have told them to stick it up their arse. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't quite that embarrassed. So it was it was last week or the week before she came out and um, she said that, that boosters are not required. She said boosters are not required. And my GP, off the back of that, because I had other routine blabs done last week as well, and off the back of that, my GP told me something very interesting. He told me that the government are completely phasing out the AstraZeneca vaccine completely, and mm-hmm. anybody who's had it will be boosted with Pfizer. Now, this was off the back of what she had said, which means we're no longer going to be why delivering. Should, why should we be boosted with any fucking thing? I mean, let's, let's mix them up. This stuff's shit, but they've got it in their body, so let's give them someone else. It's so a now, cocktail. But now she's come out and said by spring 2022, it'll have settled as another common cold. Yeah. She's not towing the line. No, she's not. She's not. Most and, and of, she's actually telling the truth. Most of Europe have dropped the AstraZeneca as well. Yeah. Yeah, but my, uh, my after, wondering... After the first million deaths, I think they're actually meant to stop it. I think that's how it works. These days. I actually know. I'm, I'm yeah, going to say something. You've got to wait for here. the millionth death, then you say, well, it might just one too many, sorry. I'm going to say this something might, here, and you know, this, this might sound quite works. controversial. This might sound controversial, and I'm going to say something here. Out of the out of the three or four that are available, I think it's the only one that could, quote-unquote, work. And that's why it's being phased out. Because it's not mRNA, it's a different type of technology that it's has... The same. It's, it's not working, it's killing people, that's why they're phasing it out. Of course it is, but no. Pfizer's killing them way more, yeah. and they're not but, phasing that out. Yeah, hold on, hold on. The, the AstraZeneca one works exactly the same way as Pfizer. It's just a slightly different delivery mechanism. I, yes. I had a whole... I had a whole thing about this on Twitter and a big argument because I thought it was a traditional virus uh, vaccine, and it's not. It's, it, no. it, it's basically an mRNA, but it's it's delivered through an adenovirus vector yes. instead. Okay, and, and it, okay, okay, okay. But it has the same effect. But let's be honest. If they're saying if they're saying that any of these things are effective, then they've cured the common cold. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because they haven't done that. They will do that. None are effective. Look at no, 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 all you need to do is look at Israel. That's the that's the that's the lab. That's yeah, the standard now. But are they in Israel? Have they ever delivered the AstraZeneca vaccine, or is it just yeah. Pfizer, 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 Pfizer? No, I think it does AstraZeneca as well. Because we, we, does it actually matter which one they're giving and well, killing well, people regardless? I agree. I agree. India, by the way, in America, India. Had I think India, India was nearly all AstraZeneca because they made it themselves, right? Yes, they did. But they they only they only vaccinated thirteen percent of their population. They then just give them ivermectin for the rest of them, and they don't have an issue anymore. No, it's gone. Yeah. So, so John, did you go and check out a protest yesterday? No, I did not. But did you I... try and enter a hypermarket yesterday? Uh, I did not, but. I can state for a fact that Oshan is open to all. It is um, open to all. 
There's yep. a turn up for the books. Yep. My friends were there, and there was no requirement for anything. That's that's good. That's progress. Um, ob- obviously, everywhere should be. Well, well see, it's little things. You know, it's you know, it's wee things. You know, I go to Tesco's a lot here. Right? It's, you know, I start popping every day, look for summons and check bargains, whatever. And then every day, you notice there's another little difference. Some ways, beginning of last week, the whole security thing was kind of ramped up again. There was a signs here, signs there, signs in the in the foyer, and it was. I'm thinking, oh, what the fuck are they doing? Are they getting ready to do something here? Right. And then by the end of the week, boom, everything's gone, apart from the one outside saying um, you must wear a mask or something. Other than that, the, all the, the, all the, the, the um, they had, uh, you know, these uh, barrier things, you know, the plastic, not plastic, but, you know, the, the tape barrier things yeah. around the door, so you couldn't go in the outdoor or out the indoor. All that's away now. It's all totally open. People are going in and out any old door they want to go through. And so something happened at some point last week where, they were ramping up, and then somebody some must have said, oh, no, no, we're changing something. Yeah. It was almost like they were getting ready for this lockdown, and then, oh, wait a minute, they've changed the whole course of things. Supermarkets so, are things that you've got to keep an eye on, because that's where the yeah. shit happens first. So I was in town centre yesterday trying to find a support belt uh, for, for, for the problem I've got, and I went in a very large boot store, I went in a super drug store. I went in an independent pharmacy and I popped in Poundland to grab a drink, right? And out of those four shops in the town centre, and the town centre was busy, I might add, I counted six masks. The rest of them were unmasked. Well, I've yet to see that here. They're still it lot- felt so normal. And I, I walked into Intermarché today without a mask. I Good forgot. Man. <laughs> I walk in, I walk in everywhere with a mask. Yeah, but if you're yeah, not yeah, you know, and they've got signs up I, I never, never wore a mask in Scotland once, but France is completely different. It's there's no exemptions unless you get a written letter from your doctor. And, and that's why and that's why when I come stuff. over, John, I've got a GP's letter. So if we go anywhere together, you'll have to wear your mask and I'll just go ha 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 ha. Ah, will you? But will you? Because you, your 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 letter won't be won't be admissible. It won't be any use in France. Say, oh, oh, no, no, it, no, is, no. It, it, it is. It is. I travelled in last year and I used it everywhere. Absolutely fine. I even used it. Um, the police came up to me on the TGV and I showed it to them, and they were like, "Okay." So is this kind? Of, see, this is this is interesting because this is another way. Something the reverse, um, COVID passport thing. You got to carry something now to show that you're. That you can go places because yeah. you're from it. So you yeah. see, they got you by the balls one way or the other here. Yeah. yeah. So you, there will be a side divided society, regardless of what happens or when this eventually falls apart. There will yeah. still be this divided society, and also because you've got the fact that people who've been had their two doses are basically giving it to other people. So yeah, oh, I know for a fact that I'm yeah. around someone a couple of times a week who's had two doses of it, and after I've been there, I. <laughs> I was there. I get dry coughs. This up, then it goes away again. But back it comes again. So, and other people said the same thing. The very yeah, around people had this. They start to feel ill, and I don't think there's any doubt that that's that's happening. Well, so how my, long this lasts, I don't know. Well, my maybe that's why they put boosters on. My grandmother is. Is is double jab. She's double jab with Pfizer. Um, I couldn't talk her out of it. She did it right. She's her own woman. At the end of the day, she's done it, and she was around all day today. And 
I must admit I feel totally fine, but that's I'm on so many medications that I wouldn't know probably even if I had full blown COVID. Well, I mean, I I rarely cough for any reason at all, but I do notice that that dry cough occasionally comes in, then it goes away, but then after a couple of days, then if it back again, that that can happen again. That's possible. I'm hearing hearing this a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard this from a lot of people. I hear it on, on, on Twitter, and I hear it in real life from people. So there's definitely something going around somewhere. That some, so it's, see, I mean, it's nice that the, the vaccine is now the virus. Well, and I think I, I, this is why they're giving. This is why they want to give people boosters, and they're talking about once a month for people. Yeah, they are for people that have got long COVID. If it's, if it's there's no such thing as long COVID. Right? No, long it's not, that's post-viral fatigue. It's just renamed post-viral fatigue. Just, we all know right. everything else. They just rename well, stuff. Commonly known, lazy bastard syndrome. Lady yeah. Bastard Syndrome, indeed. Well, they're, they're, know, right. doctors who use that type of language. <laughs> like a post-viral syndrome. Yeah. I can, I'm old enough to remember going to a doctor and I'm not feeling good. I don't know what it is. It's if you've got a virus, just go home and you go over it. Yep. Go out, yeah. go to bed, oh drink God, some water. I've got to wear protective clothing. Get out of my office. Yeah, two paracetamol and drink plenty of fluids. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll soon feel better. It's only a virus. Yes. You know, there's nothing we can do for you. You have a virus. And no. suddenly there's something they can do for this. Yes, it kills everybody. But not the virus, but the, the cure. Please, yes, sir. Please, sir, give me your magic medicine. Please, sir. Please, give me your magic liquid. We want it. We want it. We don't want to die. But you will. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? Another rejection. Michael. <laughs> Michael, you're probably sort of in the same boat as I am mentally here. John might not understand this, but when when you get to a point where you know that you're, you, you know, you know that you're degenerating, you know that you're going to die, um, you even go oh, one you're going to die anyway. So yeah, it's degenerative or, or not. It's but a, when it's you a get to that of, point, it's just a question of when. So I right. So for the so I've been through both extremes of this. So extreme A is you feel sorry for yourself. You lock yourself away. You feel like fucking. You know you don't you don't want to go out. You feel depressed. Whatever. Or there's B where I am now. It, it's 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 that you accept the fact that you're going to die. Yet there's nothing really you can do about it. And uh, in the time that you do have before you die, you want to have a fucking great time. And that's all I want to do. I want to have a great time. I, I think, I honestly believe that what's happened um, in the last 18 months has been, in a, in a way, it's been good for some some human beings. Because it's made them realise that people do die. Yes. Yeah. And they, people, up until that time, people hadn't really thought about it. Other people die. They don't. Yeah. And when you're 20, you don't really think... Oh, I could die from so you don't ever ever it never crosses your mind. Yeah. As you get older, you don't really think about it either. But now people are thought what and a lot of people have come to terms with the fact that that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, they've actually they've actually realized, yeah, at some point we all go. Oh, isn't it terrible, Mrs. So and so she was eighty three, yeah, she died. Oh poor soul boom. And now what was I saying to you? It's a passing thing, somebody died. You don't really think about it. somebody else. It's always somebody else. Well, you know, when my in a, when, in when, a pandemic. When, Shouldn't I know someone who's at least been hospitalised with COVID? <laughs> you, should, you should know at least one person. I, 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 I never met no. one yet. 
And oh, I may either. Hospitalised, had pneumonia, and they tested her three times a day for five days to try and get a positive COVID test and never got it. That, <laughs> that must have been really annoying. Yeah, that, have... that must have been really, really fucking annoying. But um, no, I'm the I'm in the same boat, and Michael's probably in the same boat, and I'm, I think most people in the fucking chat right now are probably in the same boat. Is we know I know people who have had adverse reactions to the old jibby jab. I know people yeah. who have gone down because of the old jibby jab, but I don't seem to know anybody who's ended up in hospital or died from the alleged pandemic. No, no, they're they're very thin on the ground. These people. Although the, the government, of course, if you rebrand something as flu in the same age group, die from this as flu, you can't suspect it possibly was flu in the first place. Yeah. See, it's, 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 so some people say, well, I think it's, a, it's a, there's something, there's something, there's something going around, there must be something. People don't, most people don't want to say it's a hoax. And if you say that, people go, yeah. oh my God. And somebody said, oh, well, a hoax doesn't sound like it's something serious. So I just, you know, went to Wikipedia yeah. and said, well, look here, here's what hoax means. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you summons you like, what the fuck are you thinking you come up with shit like that? I just stopped having, I have no patience with people on social media anymore. I wrote a post and I said, are you people in competition so you can depress each other and make people scared? Yeah. Just stop it. Just fucking stop it. So, someone posted something today and I, I sent them a gaff and it said, of all the village idiots and all the idiot villages and all the idiot worlds, you stand out. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot plus. <laughs> Do you know what? Social Idiot media, and steroids. <laughs> social media has really highlighted just how fucking stupid a whole bunch oh, of people oh, can be. Hey, hey, but, here's a, right, but, right. but hold on, before you go into one, right. but without social media and social media technologies, we wouldn't be sitting here in three different places yeah, ripping no, the piss out of them right true. now. So there that's is true. that side of the coin. Oh, there's, there's, there's a good part to technology. Yeah, there is, but you know I've been doing this climate stuff with uh, Latimer Alder. Yes, it's been brilliant, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this guy, this guy posted something yesterday about, um, you know, we were talking about power shortages, fuel I shortages. I, I, I think I saw this. And the guy posts something because I said there's going to be a gas shortage, so everybody's going to be cold over the winter. And he's going, but that's gas, that's not electric. And I'm like, well, fuck's sake. 65% of the of the UK, the gas is produced by burning, uh, the electricity is produced by burning gas. Yes. And he's, he's like, no, um, renewables are the biggest source of, of, of oh, electricity. Oh, <laughs> fucking engineer. And I said, I'd like to know where you're getting your figures because according to the National Grid, renewables are only giving us like 4%. Jesus Christ, uh, people uh, are see, Sturgeon has come out with that one as well and said that Scotland's more or less self-sufficient in, in energy I and mean, in renewables. And people don't say, you're a lying bitch. It was a fucking shoot. I know they should. You know, I, I, I pray for the day when a, when a, 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 a journalist stands up and says, Miss Sturgeon, you're a lying cow. Yeah. <laughs> renewables can't even produce enough fucking power to pump the water back up into the tanks for the hydroelectric schemes. <laughs> That's how bad it is. 
I'm so, I'm sorry, but my solution is always going to be the best solution. Nuclear power, start building fucking nuclear power plants all over the shop. And problem solved. I would pay attention to China because they're building a thorium reactor. That could be the way forward. And what about um, the the Tesla towers thing? If you take go back to oh yeah. I mean, could, could that sort of thing be viable, or would it be allowed? Well, well, do you not think um, there's a lot in there that that needs properly explored? Because J.P. Morgan, I, um, who was the other guy? Oh, well, J.P. Morgan, he he wanted to put a, a meter on it. So if he couldn't meter it, he, there was yeah, no. Yeah, he said if you can't put a meter on it, we're getting rid of it. Exactly. Goodbye. So um, I think there's a lot there to be explored, but I don't think it's it's like all these free power and you know easy easy power mechanisms. They're never going to be exposed. I think you could you could you could maybe be sort of self sufficient in a way in a, in a small way. Yeah. You know, but but if you're going to be attached to the national, you know, to run everything that you run now. There's no yeah. way you could do that. It's just it's not possible. You'd have to live. A, people would have to live far smaller lives. Yeah, to yeah, do but, that. yeah. Which it may come to that, and I don't think it'd be a bad thing if we got rid of the the, the big life thing and just people had smaller lives for the interactive. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting. People. I'm sitting in this van, and I can run. I can run the fridge. I can run the fridge all night. Um, as long as I get solar first thing in the morning. Yep. Yeah, but see, come the winter, I'll run out because come the winter, I'll need to be running the heating as well. I'm sitting in this studio and I'm running completely off the grid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm off grid as well. I've still got. I've no. I'm on the grid. I'm not off grid. I'm, I'm on off the grid. grid. I need it. Thirteen. I've got thirteen volts, and when I turn the fridge off and turn the lights and unplug the computer, that'll jump up. So I'll still have 13 odd volts in the morning, which means that's fine because it runs through a 230 inverter. When that gets down to about 12.2, then I'm starting to get to the cusp. Well, what sort of battery do you need for that to run these? I've got 200 100 ampere lithium ion uh, lithium lithium ion batteries. So they cost that's about 400. Sorry, that's not a lot. No, it's not. But they they. Lithium iron is uh, will run from eighty. They'll, they'll go right down to twenty percent. Yeah. So their their discharge curve is like that. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it just drops off right at the end. It's not like a. It's not like a, a slow decline. A, a lead acid. So and a lead acid can you can only use fifty percent of your capacity in a lead acid, or you'll ruin the battery. Oh, that must yeah. be like the same for the the like hearing aid batteries. So the old ones used to sort of gradually disappear, and the, the yeah. newer ones they just go either they're working or they're not. Yeah, that's it. The type of thing. Yeah, but I've got two of those batteries, and that that does fine for most things. Well, that's good. Yeah, that that is good. Um, Simon says Ben Michael has been a good addition to the show. Talks well and sense says it as it is top stuff. Oh. Thank you very much. That's very kind. I do my best. Well, no, yeah, I, I've actually really enjoyed this so far. It's I've been laughing my ass off, which is what I've needed. Well, you something you just got to have a good laugh and just just yeah. wet it all. Yeah. Just, you know, people bottle things up, and you just and you can't unless you're really in the company of people, you can't really do that. Like I, I sort of run across a guy. Let's like say works at the, the Craig works at music shop in East Kilbride. 
and he he thinks very much the same as me, and he's uh, you know a couple of a couple of guys who during on Saturday morning have a blether if he's not too busy, and that's quite good as well to start to yeah. get some common sense going and get other people's point of view because if you're just stuck with yourself and social media. It, it doesn't really do you a lot of good. You've got to really try to interact, but trying to find people that have similar views. That this is meet. why, this is why, even if they don't stop the cogs of government turning, the protests are a very good thing because it gets many, many people of like mind who might otherwise feel, like you just said, completely alone in their head. They've got no one to talk to gets them all together in the same place. And for that day, when they're out there together, marching, protesting, whatever, they're able to have that conversation with like-minded folks around them, be together, and it elevates them. It lifts their spirits and it makes them happy. And so on that front, the protests, I think, have been a very good thing. They've been yeah. good for people getting together. Yeah, I do agree with that. I don't think they're going to change government policy. They are ramping people. up and- they're ramping up in France again. There was quite a few fights over the weekend. I saw. Uh, you know, there was Nice. Um, the numbers were good. The numbers were good everywhere, I think. Uh, Milan was out in force as well. So did uh, Germany. Um, Angela Merkel got booed continuously when good. she was trying to and speak she, to the public. Ha- what happened with, with the election? It was on, I, I, the last I heard it was on a knife edge. Um, I haven't seen the result well, I haven't yet. Actually what, heard, I haven't actually heard that saying for a while. What election? Uh, the German the election. election. Oh, I don't know. I haven't it's, been following that one. It's ongoing today. Okay. I didn't know. It's, it's on a knife edge. Just, just be aware it's on a knife edge. Okay. Yeah, I see. Um, I see the result from Arizona is basically it was a shit show as we thought yes. it was. Um, there was way more discrepancies than the winning margin. So yes. the whole thing should be moot, but they're yes. never going to overturn the election. That's the problem. No, that's never going to happen. Of course yeah. it's never going to happen. Well, right, so it, it exposes American electoral system as a third world, third world quality. Well, not even as good as that. From NPR, okay, um, I'm just looking in. Early results show the German election is too close to call. Berlin, Germany, yeah, Germany's uh, two largest parties have emerged from Sunday's election in what amounts to be a dead heat. According to preliminary results, the first projected results released by national broadcaster ARD put the country's centre-left Social Democrats at 24.9%, just two-tenths of a percentage point ahead of Merkel's centre-right party. Um, Another exit poll released by broadcaster ZDF showed a a slightly wider gap between the top two parties, with the Social Democrats, the SDP, at 25.7%, the centre-right party, the Christian Democrat Union, uh, Christian Social Union at 24.6%. While the results are only preliminary, they underscore how difficult it would be for Germany's top parties to form a coalition government. And whenever one is formed, it's likely to be a free party coalition, the first in recent memory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that That's sounds like a disaster. It's not exactly a mandate to govern, is it? No, it does not sound, does not sound like a mandate to govern at all. No, it's, it'll turn it into a right shambles. There's nobody going to agree on anything, and they'll have another election in six months' time. Yeah. I think it'll just, it'll just stave things off for a wee while. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Right, um, I think there's only a couple of things I want to cover. Okay. Um, just to finish off. So, going back briefly to fluoride and the drinking water. Yes. Okay, so the science on this is sketchy at best. 
The science on everything they say is sketchy at best, John. Yeah, I know. Um, and Harvard, really recently, Harvard released a report that said that fluoride in the drinking water lowers children's IQ. <laughs> so that, from a government perspective... It must have been in the drinking water for a bloody long time then. Well, no, but it, it's got to be a plus point for um, for government because a thick population is an easily controlled population. Oh, exactly. You don't want an educated population. That is a very bad thing for government. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the state of the education system itself lately? I mean, my children are currently going through it, and you know, there are some days of the week I have to deprogram them. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe that. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, it, it is bizarre. There, there are, like I say, there are there are days of the week where, where they, you know, a lot, a lot. Scotland should be more at the uh, educating small children LGBT matters rather than mathematics yes. or. Whatever, yes. you know, it seems to me that's far more important than, than actually learning skills that they might need as they get do, older. Do you know the amount of times I've said, I've said to little things? So because our son is autistic and we, we, we have to have meetings with the school quite often, the yeah. amount of times I'll turn around to them and say, well, if we want him to learn about society, social things and stuff like that, we can teach him that, Right. Your As job we is, all used to do, yes. Your job is to academically educate him in things yeah. like mathematics, English, um, sciences and stuff like that. But the focus is so heavily, heavily skewed towards these, these sort of out there social sciences. And, and what bearing does any of that actually have in the real world? I mean, well, I, think, I think you can see the results of that by some of the, the, the labor left types and the, 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 the pro the pro government labor types. Yeah. That's what the education system has done. And now you're going to get an entire generation of children who, who think that's normal. It's not just that they think it's normal, but they're actually academically rather stupid. Well, yeah, so, because you just got to. I mean, you look at some of the writing that you that you can see that the adults are doing, and you think, who taught these people, or who didn't teach them? Young well, adults, and their, their grasp of English is really horrendous. Yeah, they, but the, 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 but because of the social sciences and the weird things, their grasp <laughs> on reality is also pretty fucking horrendous. Ah, uh, their reality is the reality they've been taught. There's not the reality that's actually reality. That's 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 absolutely true. That's and and, and like I said, that exists only in the minds of teachers and university lecturers. I mean, I mean, like like I said, I I, I do often, and I won't give specific examples, but there are there are times when I have to literally tell my child that some of the things he's been taught today are not true. Yeah, the, you know? the problem with teachers that, that's is horrendous. the problem with teachers is that. 90, 95% of them have never lived in the real world. No, of course they, they haven't. They went to school, they went to uni, they went to school, they became teachers. Mm, yeah. So they have no life experience. That's the problem. But you could say that for politicians as well, the majority oh, of them. Absolutely. But back in the day, you had people who'd maybe worked in mines or done whatever, and they were actually people who'd lived a life. Yeah. They became politicians. Now they don't have any life at all. It's in a school, university... Um, some sort of weird job as a researcher for a politician. Good, back to some of the things we were talking about earlier. It's like, see, when you tell kids today that when you learn to ride a motorcycle, you had a two fifty. Yes. 
Yeah. People, people are aghast. How can you learn to ride a motorcycle on a two fifty? Yes. I mean, I I learned to ride. I learned when I initially learned to ride a bike. I learned on a one two five for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. You but know? nowadays it's like. Oh my I made a BSA Bantam. I was like, this, what is that? One time it was a one two five. The BSA Bantam. Yeah. yeah. I had a Royal Enfield two two fifty. Uh, Royal Enfield two fifty Crusader Sport. That was a great bike till I had the tractor. That kind of reduced it in size somewhat. <laughs> I tell you what. I, I drove by a bike the other day and it was an RD250 LC. I haven't seen one of them for many a year. That's just gone like right over my head, John. Oh, my That's God. That's just gone right over my head. The RD250 LC was a two-stroke um, Yamaha right. and it would do it would do nearly 120 mile an hour. It was a flying machine and you could ride that on a provisional license. In yeah. The UK. Yeah, but we don't, was there not a whole hoo-ha about that back in the day and governments got involved that Japanese were making these bikes that were too fast for learners? There was a huge hoo-ha about that one. Because people used to, like, you know, British bikes, single-cylinder. Oh, yeah. yeah that was yeah. it. Or, or, a, or a little two-stroke that was completely useless. They were lucky to yeah. get 50 out of it, you know? So suddenly the Japanese brought these things in and people were flying through the air a lot. This is the thing I don't quite understand about like climate change people and, and people like Greta, because have they ever <laughs> been to France? How dare you? But have they ever been to France? Because everything here runs on two-stroke, right? Apart from your cars, which are all diesels, okay? Yeah. But everything else is two-stroke. You've got two-stroke that everybody's got ride on lawnmowers because an average garden's about two acres. Yeah. They've all got two-stroke strummers. They've got chainsaws. They've got <laughs> everything's two. They've got all the kids have got mopeds, and they get the mopeds from fourteen. So they've all got two-stroke mopeds, and they're buzzing about in them. You get the sans permis, which is a car you're allowed to drive without um, a driving license. So you can drive that from fourteen, and you don't need a driving license. Yes. So. That's a two-stroke. It's just like everything's a two-stroke. France just smells a two-stroke, mm. and they burn wood all the time. And I, I they can't fucking drive. <laughs> oh, they can't drive. The drive is terrible. Absolutely terrible. The amount but, of times I drive over there, and they're like, you go on the motorway. It's got an eighty-mile-an-hour limit on it, and and what this guy be there in the little car. Driving between two fucking lanes, just driving along like yeah. it's nothing. Hey, the the lines, the lines and the speed limits are just guidelines. You know, they're just there for. <laughs> yeah. The only thing they actually take cognizance of that I don't are stop signs, because every time they come to a stop sign, they go right down and stop, even though you can see for five miles either side that there's nothing coming. They'll stop and they then drive away. Yeah. They will. Ah, but the law states that you must stop. You oh, must yeah. Stop I the, law, the law is off the <laughs> is it not? Yeah, but do you, you, know, you know as well as I do, John, being the Brits, right, if, if, if we were the ones that just flew through the stop sign, despite the fact that there's nothing either way, yeah. out of nowhere a fucking police car would arrive <laughs> and pull us over. That's why, you've got, that's why I've got French plates. <laughs> I'm a native, honestly. What, sorry, you're a native. I've got French plates. I'm a native. Hello, my name, like this. Yeah. my name is Barry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, 
Well, drunk driving's like a given here. See if you go out after lunch. you got to watch out. Yeah, of course. I think that's why half the fuckers drive between two lanes on the motorway, because I think they're yeah. all pissed. Because they're pissed, yeah. And they can't go around a corner without cutting it. And I don't, mean in the bad, I don't mean in the good way where they're cutting into the verge. They're cutting no. into the fucking oncoming traffic. Yeah, they're cutting into the <laughs> oncoming traffic. They are such fucking terrible drivers. Yeah. And they drive right up your ass. They do. If they you are. go too slow, they'll drive right up your ass. And it's a joy when, you, when, when like me, you slow the car down without using the brakes. And you yeah. see them getting closer and closer and closer. Until <laughs> they suddenly go, ah! <laughs> Uh, right, is there anything else you want to cover? Right, one other thing. One thing. What was all this global citizen pish about? I haven't seen it. Right, Don't so me. there was some sort of concert on BBC the other night called Global Citizen. Was there and there really? was all these fat wankers like Nicola Sturgeon's mum performing from Paris, proclaiming he was totally against Baris, uh, Brexit. And he sounded like a pub singer. He was absolutely awful. Well, so and he's then like, there was, you know, so he's sitting, there, sitting there with his shitty glasses on his head. Yeah. He's at the piano going, I'm a rock man. Oh, he shocking. Absolutely shocking, mate. He was shocking. And oh, then poor Elton can't, he can't sing anymore. I mean, he lost the plot a he long time ago. He's lost his voice. And then there was Kylie Minogue, her freaking Botox face, her head's twice the size it used to be. It's bigger than her arse now. She's a strange-looking wow. teacher now, isn't she? Quite yeah. alien. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty odd. So, I have, I, honestly, yeah, I have no idea. Global citizen. So, so what, what, I, I need to do some kind, research. I'm assuming it was some kind of... What it was about... I, I, does anybody know in the chat what it was about? Um, no, I did see so, I saw something about it, but I just dismissed it as pish. I never really, never really read anything about it. It's, it's just crap. Was it, was it some kind of fundraiser? Was it some kind of benefit? What was it? If it was benefiting anybody, it'd be the rich. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they need the money. <laughs> Ours. No, there really is any money anymore. What happens if we're all in, if they go into a, a universal benefit thing? What happens to the rich people? Do they have to get rid of all their money so they can be on the same level as everybody else? No, 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 with that. It's it's a it's a two tier thing. So basically, what the you you what the concept right the concept not the reality but the concept behind universal basic income is everybody, no matter what your income status is, gets your basic income right. You have a hundred million pound a year, you still get it. You sort have, of like an early pension. Everybody gets the yeah. same. Most, yeah. yes. But you're allowed to earn whatever you want on top of it, is the is the concept. So, right? so what is the point in having it? It's it's basically so that nobody starves, right? The concept is noble, but we know in practice it's just gonna be communist well, pitch that's gonna cause the destruction of society. Yeah. Well, it just it just doesn't sound very sensible, I've got to say. I've looked into it a little bit and I just I just got to think <clears throat> I just think it's complete nonsense. No, and I mean in reality, where we where we're sitting right now, um, especially like me in the home counties, um, London, uh, the the idea of a UBI so that people could actually live and pay the bills and stuff, you're gonna you're gonna have to be giving them two grand a month. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, on yeah. the rest, yeah, and, it's, it's ridiculous. And and, and 
like I said, the I it, see, is, is, it, is it going to be? See, it can't be the same amount for everybody. That's just impossible. No, it has. Like, I, 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 I unless you're giving a hell of a lot of money to people. But this is it. Where, again, does, where does the money come from? Be worth anything. Have you ever seen the Fifth Element? Yes. That's what they're looking to do. Yes. Oh, that's that's cheery. Yes. <laughs> that's what they're looking to do. But where oh, does the money You live in your box and you do your job and that's all you do. Yeah. I do notice that they were they built a lot of a lot of office buildings around in Glasgow and I inquired into that and apparently <clears throat> all the office buildings that are built are built so they can be turned into into wow. uh, flats for people into yeah. accommodation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with so many people, right? So I believe furlough actually ends next week, by the way, boys. Right? But I thought it was I thought it was a gift that kept on giving. I don't think it was ever gonna end. I believe I believe on paper it ends next week. Yeah, let's see what right? happens. I think on paper, yes, yes, that's the best way of putting it. Because it's not gonna stop. Yes. That's for sure. Now believe believe me, me and John can tell you there are a lot of things that can be done on paper that aren't in reality. But yeah. um <laughs> but um the once once that does quote unquote end, there are still going to be millions of people in this country who refuse to go back to the office. Right? They go, yeah. oh, I'm too scared. I'm too scared. And, and there are, there are also loads of companies right now who have said, right, well, we think home working is better. Of course they do. They're not, not having to pay out for office space and shit like that. But so, yeah. what becomes of all of those offices? Well. They become your little box, don't they? They become yeah, your little be, box to live in. They will be transformed into small boxes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going back to the, was it Alan Sherman's song about little boxes. Nothing and be happy. Yes. yes. Well, I, as I say, I own very little and I'm relatively happy, so I can lose whatever I now own and I'll be ecstatic. It'll be tremendous. Yes. I, I mean... I mean, this is the thing, like, when it comes to, you know, actual ownership of stuff, like, I'm in a council house already so yeah i mean i'm in social housing i uh i have a disability car so uh <laughs> i don't really own all that much boys and, and yeah. you know what with 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 the with the family with, with my wife my kids i'm actually the richest man in the world anyway you know because i've, I've got everything i need Ooh. oh pardon me oh john right well i think um i think with that we've pretty much covered everything that's happened this week I think this has been a bloody brilliant show. Yeah. Oh, it's been, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. And uh, I, I, I think we should have Michael on once a month. I think he's great. I think he's a great guest. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I, I do. I shall publicise you relentlessly until the next time. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, of course. So, on that note, um, Ben, do you want to go first? No, I think Michael should go first. Michael, where can people find you? Do you have any you? plugs to make? Pardon? Do you well, have any plugs to make? Plug yourself. Sell yourself to the... Oh, to, you know, to there's, the there's nothing about me to really plug at all other than, other than my social media. And hopefully I've got an idea for another article that I may get around to writing this week if I can get the second sentence figured out. So hopefully in the next weekend there'll be a new article out on Dear Dirty America. Cool. I'm yeah. getting hot to do one for Castle Journal as well at the moment. I'll maybe have to try to do two. That's going to be difficult, oh but we'll God. see. So if you're watching on Twitter or if you're watching on any platform at all, you'll see Michael's Twitter handle in the title. It's at True Folgarians. So go and give him a follow. 
Um, it's been a really good conversation. I will whore myself out a little bit, but then you're all watching on my channels anyway, so you know where to find me. But if you'd like to support the work that I do, then you can either join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Descent Media, or more immediately, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Descent John. And you can get me on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaipo. That's J-A-I-P-O. Or you can go to the front page of ChasingLiberty.life where you'll find an easily clickable buy me a coffee icon where you can drop me a small remuneration if you find anything we've done to be of value. Exactly. Send me chocolate. Send Michael <laughs> chocolate. That's... that's, that's uh... <laughs> I'm actually on a diet at the moment, but it would be good having a fridge anyway, right. just don't, in case. Don't send Michael chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> You're swine. See, I, he, uh, he'll be the little angel. John will be the little angel on your shoulder, and I'll be the little, little devil on your shoulder. Send him fucking chocolate. Don't send him chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, it's good night from me. And good night from me. And it's good night from me. Thank good night. You. And stay sane. Yeah, you... <laughs> That's not possible. No, it's definitely not at this point, John. You should stop yeah. saying it. Uh, well, I, I've got to get I some... St I started off on the plus there. I'm just trying That's to it. to end on a high note, yeah? Yeah, all right, John, all right. Right, so you, you boys hang on. I'll, I'll do... Take away those diamonds Out of me those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Too loud. Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd. I want liberty without conditions. Take away that job. I don't want to work. I'll stay at home and play in the dirt. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. Your line, I want liberty without conditions. Work on the docks or down a hole. Come out at night and pray for your soul. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions.
diamonds I don't need those rocks A second hand car And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions Roll up the carpet From the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty Without conditions I want liberty on my conditions